Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I want to welcome you to Berean Church International. Amen. Well, you're going to get a word. Amen. And hopefully it'll be a life-changing word because we declare that we're not just hearers of the word, but we're doers of the word. Amen. 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 Well, you know what 2014, I'm sorry, you know what our vision statement says. It says that Berean Church exists to magnify God throughout the earth by equipping you for abundant living through worship, fellowship, discipleship, evangelism, and ministry. Amen. When you realize that you have vision, you won't perish. Amen. So you're not going anywhere. You won't die out. Amen. Because you have vision, your, your visions go on and on and on. Amen. 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 So today, what we're going to look at uh, in Transformation 2014, we got our caterpillar and our butterfly. And in Transformation, we got a metamorphosis period taking place. Because the butterfly does not become a butterfly overnight. It has to go into the cocoon, and it has to stay there. But before the uh, caterpillar can go into the cocoon, uh, what we call the chrysalis, what has to happen is it has to eat. Somebody say it has to eat. It has to eat. And what it it eats needs to be nutritious. It needs to be some good food. Turn to your name and say you need some good food. Before you can transform and become the beautiful butterfly that God has called you to be, and you are beautifully, wonderfully made. Amen. The Word does declare that. Amen. And so before we can become what God wants us to be, we got to be changed. Somebody said change. Now this change, like Pastor Carter said, is not just from the outside, but it's from the inside out. Amen. I added some color to my hair, but it didn't change what I felt like on the inside. Amen. I have to work on that on the inside. Amen. Amen, somebody. Amen, amen. So it's a change from the inside out. Amen. You know, I can put on a wig, and that can make me look different on the outside, but it might not change my nasty and funky attitude on the inside. Somebody ought to hear me. Amen. It has to be from a change from the inside out. You know, you can dress up and look fine and beautiful on the outside, but if your heart is not right, Oh, my God, it does us no good. You just, you, you looking fine, but you're ugly. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Turn to your name and say, but I'm beautiful. Amen. Oh, my God, I'm beautiful. I'm fine. Amen. I, I'm what God has called me to be. Why? Because I'm changing from the inside out. And it's a process. Turn to your name and say, it's a process. Oh, my God, because they ain't seen the best yet. Amen. The best is yet to come. Uh, in my studying, I went to First Peter fourth chapter, and I'm looking at verses 12 through 14. And in there, I am looking at the NIV version. It says, Dear friends, do not be surprised at the painful trial you are suffering, as though strange were happening to you. But rejoice that you participate in the sufferings of Christ, so that you may be overjoyed when his glory is revealed. If you are insulted because of the name of Christ, you are blessed 
for the spirit of glory and of God rests on you. So today I want to talk about transformation through your trial. Turn to your name and say transformation Transformation. through your trial. Now, I thought before we uh, go any further, I need to tell you my objective for this lesson is I want to help us to grow in our understanding of the role of trials and the roles that trials have in our transformation. See, you think that we go through what we go through for no reason. No, trials have a reason in our transformation. Amen. It's just trying to get us to where we need to go. Amen. So today we're looking at uh, uh, trials. And what are trials? Trials are tests of faith. Patience or determination through subjection to suffering and temptation. Turn to your name and say, you got three tests. What are my three tests? I'm going to be tested. My faith is going to be tested. My patience will be tested. And when I'm trying to be determined, it's going to be tested. Amen. That means I got to go through something. And it's going to be some suffering. And it's going to be some things that's going to tempt me. Amen. So what I got to realize that is that my trials are tests. My, tri- my trials are tests. Turn to your name and say, my trials are tests. Amen. So, 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 I don't know where we are. Since we are, and since we have received the spiritual birth, we've been born again. We got to realize that it is God's plan for us to grow and to mature. Amen. You know, the Bible talks about how, you know, we start off on milk, but we don't need to stay on milk. All our lives. Amen. Sometimes we need to move and start trying to eat a little meat. Amen. That means we're going to have to get a little bit tougher. Amen. We need a little tougher skin. Hallelujah. Amen. So, so uh, he uses God. He uses the Bible. Uh, he uses the church. And he uses other be- uh, believers to help transform us as we become mature or stronger. He, he's using others to get us to where we need to go. Sometimes he'll use, he'll use what the Word of God says. It's all in there. So he'll use what his written Word says to help to, to, help to strengthen us. Not only that, but uh, God uses trials to transform us, to make us mature. Amen. So what you're going through is not just what you need to be going through for no reason. Amen. God is trying to mature you. He's trying to make you stronger. So, so you've got to realize, first of all, that trials are universal. Trials are universal. Trials are universal. First, in verse 12, it says, don't think it's strange or surprising. In other words, this is a common thing. It's common for man to go through trials and and tribulations, as a matter of fact. But, but, But when we work through these trials and these tribulations, the Word of God tells us what we're going to experience. Amen. So you got to realize, first of all, that it's universal. You're not the only one going through something. I'm going through something. The person sitting next to you going through something. The person in front of you and behind you going through something. Now, we not, might not be going through all the same thing, but we're all going through something. Turn to your name and say, I'm going through. The operative word in there is that I'm going through. That means I hadn't stopped yet. Turn to your name and say, I ain't stopped yet. Oh, bless his name. Amen. So trials are universal. That means we're all going to be, we're all going to go through something. So don't think it's strange when up pops the devil and starts trying to do some things. Why do we have trials? Why do we have trials? Because this is a sinful world. 
and we are part of a fallen race. And, and, and there's chaos and confusion in this world. Amen. And not only that, but there's some natural disasters going on. You hear about people uh, having their tornadoes and their earthquakes and tsunamis. And uh, what's that thing when it goes over the oh, It's not a hurricane. What is that? A volcano. But what is it? Typhoons. That's what it is. The typhoons. I mean, man, that causes mass destruction. Amen. There's crime. There's sickness and death. But Hebrews 9 and 27 says, just as people are destined to die once, after that, that to face judgment. Amen. Yeah, we got to realize that this is common because we're in a sinful world. I was reading in a paper the other day uh, of where a man went in to pay for some gas at uh, uh, Circle K. Did y'all see that? He, he, was, he went in to pay for some gas, and when he came out, there was another man standing at his truck pumping gas in his truck. So he goes over, he's like, man, what's up? You know, he probably asked him, what you doing? You know, and so what ends up happening is the guy and him had like a little altercation, you know, and he must have got flipped because the guy got in his truck and drove off. Amen. But it just so happened they caught him on camera. And at the Circle K that he was at, they identified him. He was somebody out of Lafayette uh, who had stolen this man's truck, and he's just riding down the road anyway in the truck. Anyway, they arrested him. A few days later, they found two of his partners in the man's truck, and they had a chase. Did y'all see that? So it's crime, y'all, and it's not something that we're doing. It's, about, it's just happening, amen. It's not that we're asking for it. You're going to pump gas. Hallelujah. And the next thing you know, somebody's trying to rip off your truck. You see what I'm saying? So why, why, why do we have trials? Well, we have trials because it's the power of Satan in this world. And he's our adversary. He's our enemy. He's our foe. Amen. Contrary to popular belief, Satan don't like any of us. Amen. He don't like you. He, as a matter of fact, he hates us. Uh, so he's our enemy. He attacks us like he did Job. You can be minding your own business. It doesn't matter with uh, Satan. The, uh, the devil don't care. You know, you can be trying to bless God and everything. He don't care. He's trying to get in your, you know, your Kool-Aid, as I say. He got his spoon in your Kool-Aid. Amen. Hallelujah. So he, he's like the fake roaring lion. Somebody say he's a fake. Because First Peter 5 and 8 tells us, be alert and of sober mind. That means don't get drunk on yourself and on what's going on in this world. Amen. Your enemy, the devil, he prowls like around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. Amen. So we got to realize that one of the reasons why we go through what we go through is not only because this is a sinful world, but because Satan has some power in this world. Amen. Because of what man did as far as like uh, he got the power. Amen. And then turn your neighbor, turn to your neighbor and say, I got some haters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, you, you got some haters. And, and the reason why they hating on you is because you won't compromise. Amen. Amen. You won't do what they tell you to do. Amen. And what they're doing is wrong, so you ain't going to stand up and say, oh, yeah, I know you five. You ain't high-fiving them in their wrongness, in other words. Amen. So you are doing what you're doing because you love Christ and not the world. And why? Because he's chosen us. John 15, 8 and 20 tells us that, all right? And then also, uh, many have suffered and died. In, in Hebrews, where it talks about those who had faith 
On down in that chapter, it talks about how uh, they faced jeers. People were joking and messing with them, flogging. They were beating them, amen. And they had chains. And some of them were even put in prison. They were killed by stoning. Some of them were even sawed in two. Man, that's some heavy stuff, man. I mean, you know, you're trying to serve God and somebody coming up with a saw trying to saw you. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's kind of deep. When I started looking at it, I was like, man, they went through a lot because of their faith in God. Amen. They had some haters. Amen. And we got some haters today. Amen. They ain't walking around with a saw, but they walking around with a saw on their tongues. Amen. They're sawing you on Facebook, Twitter. They, they texting about you. Amen. So you got some haters. Amen. Everybody that you see and you grinning at, they grinning in your face, but mm, behind your back. Hallelujah. But what makes us different? What makes us different? What makes, what makes us different? Turn to your name and say, what makes you so different? I'm glad you asked. You, you need to know why you're different because everybody's going to go through trials. Well, what makes you so different? Why? What? We don't suffer alone. Turn to your name and say, I ain't in this by myself. When you realize that you're not in this thing by yourself, you are all right. Hebrews 13, 5 and 6, the, the gist of that tells us that we are to keep our lives free uh, from the love of money and be content with what we have because God has said, never will I leave you and never will I forsake you. Amen. That's good news, I tell you, because some folks have threatened to leave you and some of them did leave you. Amen. Some of them left you high and dry and you were crying for days. You thought you weren't going to get over it. Amen. And if you like me, I thought about doing some stuff to myself that I shouldn't have thought about doing. But then I remembered the word of God. He said that he would never leave me nor forsake me. Amen. So when my brothers don't understand, God understands. When my mama don't understand, God understands. When my sisters don't understand, God understands. Turn to your neighbor and say, God understands me. And you got to realize that you are not alone. You are not in this thing alone. And when you realize that you're not alone, you don't mind participating. Turn to your name and say, I'm going to be a participator. When you realize that you're not alone and he's with you, you don't mind participating with him, amen, in the suffering. So sometimes we have to go through suffering, but we realize that, we, that since he's with me, I don't mind going through it, amen. I don't know if you've ever been somewhere with a friend. And if something or something went off or started to go off, you might have said your friend was, you know, they, they might have been saying something and you, your friend and y'all just, you know, saying, okay, yeah, they ain't going to mess with you because um, we, we got this, you know. So uh, if they come over here, this is what we're going to do. You know, you get your little plan together. You know what I'm saying? You're participating with them. Amen. Now, I'm telling you like this here, I don't want me to be a friend. Somebody come up and just bum rush me and I don't have any help. I want a sister and I need a good sister. Or a brother who don't mind helping me out when I'm in something and I need some help. Amen. So if you can't roll with me and roll right, stay at home. Amen. Because I need a participator. Amen. I need to know that when somebody's coming up on me when I'm trying to do right and others don't understand, I need for somebody to stand up and say, I got you. I'm with you. I got your back is what we used to say. Amen. 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 What I like about God is he got our back, our front, and our side. So I don't worry about it. Amen. That's why I don't mind participating. Amen. So I don't mind participating. And then I find out that, uh, that there's joy mm, in danger and trouble. 
you know, Paul and Silas, you know, it did look pretty bad for them in Acts the 16th chapter. Y'all remember they were in jail, amen. And all they were trying to do is just tell other people about the goodness of God. And see, you can be trying to do stuff like that, you know, minding your own business, trying to work and stuff, and, and then the next thing you know, you find yourself bound up some kind of way. And then what happens is around midnight, they decided that they would do a little praying and a little singing. And, and then, uh, behold, an earthquake came along, and, and, and the chains fell loose, amen. And in this verse, in the verses, it tells you this is really cool because, see, the, the, the guard, he was just chilling, so he fell asleep because it was a quiet night up until the earthquake came. And then it woke him up, and he saw the chain, so he thought, oh, my God. See, first of all, he knew he was in trouble because he wasn't supposed to be sleeping on the job. Y'all better tell the truth, you know what I'm saying? So he decided he's going to kill himself, right? And then Paul said, no, chill out, wait a minute, don't do that, bro, don't do that. We all are here. And so he's like, whoa, y'all here? I tell you what, wait a minute, what do I need to do? What do I need to do to get saved? Amen. So what you need to do is just do what you need to do. Be obedient to the call of God. Amen. And then, and then you need to find some joy. You, you can't sing all the time but, but, uh, uh, when, when things are good. You need to sing when you're in danger and when some trouble is around. You got to sing a song like trouble don't last all ways. I'm so glad trouble don't last all ways. Amen. You got to remember that the same God that blessed you when the good days, he's going to bless you when the cloudy days come too. Amen. And that's what he did. He blesses them. And, and, and what's what, what was so cool about it, the, 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 uh, the, the jailer, the one, the, uh, the, what do you call him there? Who's the guy? What do you call the guy who's over the prison? Uh, the warden or whatever, whatever he was in there. He got saved. Not only did he get saved, but the whole, his whole house got saved. So, you know, that's what I'm talking about. If you stay and do what you're supposed to do, it's no telling what impact you're going to have on somebody in their whole house. Amen. Amen. So be a participator. Amen. And then there, there are plans. There's a plan in our difficulties. There, there is a plan. There, there really is a plan. When you're going through trials, it, it doesn't look like it's anything supposed to come out of this thing. But I just believe, and I, as a matter of fact, I know that all things work together. Not some, but there's the adjective all. And ain't all is all. All things work together for good for those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. So if you're in his will and you're deciding you're going to participate with him because you realize that he won't leave you or forsake you, what you'll end up doing is you'll realize that all things are working together for your good. Amen. 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 Amen, I tell you. Amen. And I think about that. I think about how, like, uh, uh, when people go through what they go through, and I don't, I don't want to get real uh, specific here, but, you know, you, you go through some things. And, and at the time, you don't think you're going to see your way out. Some of us have been called crazy. Amen, somebody. Some of us have been called dumb and stupid. Amen, somebody. But God has a plan, even in our difficulties. Amen. I, I, I'm reminded of how when we wanted to do some things in, in our family, and, 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 and it didn't look like it was going to happen because my mama was working hard. She was working second shift in the meal, and, 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 and we weren't, uh, she wasn't there uh, in the evenings like uh, a lot of other people's parents were at home. As a matter of fact, uh, the Caucasians probably would have been at home, but the second and third shift folks were the African-Americans, and they were in the mill. So uh, uh, it didn't look like it might have 
should have been working out, but God had a plan in us, amen, and with us, amen. And he blessed us so that uh, all things worked out. She would even work some double sometime when your mama. But God worked that thing out, I tell you. And I want to declare and decree that if you do what you're supposed to do, God will work it out, amen. He, he had us with an older sister who was just like a mama, and, and you just couldn't get too much over on her because, you know, and, you know, she would try to tell me to do some stuff like dust and stuff. I said, my mom, you tell me to do that. She said, you better get in there and do what I tell you to do. But what I'm saying is what, what happened was mama could go to work and not worry about it because Belle was at home, amen. And, and because Belle was at home, she made sure we did what we were supposed to do. We went out after dark because if we were. We, she would just, all she had to do was tell on us. And then she didn't have to even raise her hand on us. She just, then she milked. So all she had to do was just tell on us. And if she told on us, then we were through. Amen. So what I like about that is it didn't look good. Because sometimes, you know, I wanted to do stuff and be in sports, and I couldn't do them because I didn't have anybody to take me home. But that's all right because all things work together for good. And even though I wasn't in sports like I wanted to be in sports, that was all right because I didn't have to be. God still worked it out where I was able to graduate high school, go to a college, amen, and be blessed to graduate. Hallelujah. God has a way of working all things out. Hallelujah. And it might not look good now, but God will work that thing out. Hallelujah. Oh, bless his name. So he has a plan. Not only that, but why are our trials different? Because they don't last forever. After, after our trials come glory. Romans 8, 17 and 18 tells us, Now, if we are children, then we are heirs. I like that. Ooh, that, that just did me all the good. Because I'm heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ, my big brother who has it all. Amen. If indeed we share in his suffering in order that we might also share in his glory. So if I can share in just a few of the sufferings that I got to go through, I can share in the glory with the Lord. Amen. That's good news because, see, I realize that trouble don't last all ways. And I'm looking at what Jesus was able to do. I'm looking unto him because he's the author and the finisher of my faith. Amen. And because of what he did now, he's sitting on the right hand of God, interceding on all of our behalf right now. Amen. So what we look like? What, what, what we look like? I our reaction. Verse 14 tells us that we are abused because of Christ. We are to count ourselves for spirit of glory and of God rests on us. We know he is with us in our trials. What we look like. It doesn't matter what the trial is. It can be financial. It might have been stuff that I did that I shouldn't have did. Played the lottery one too many times. Now I don't have rent money. It might have been some things that financial problems that are out of my control. I lost my job because this business closed down. That was out of my control. I ain't, I ain't having the control over there. But but what did I learn in my transformation? I learned how to care and give. Because I learned in the word of God that where my treasures are, that's where my heart is. So so I, I transformed my thinking. I, I, I ain't worried so much about what I don't have now. I'm worried about what he blessed me with and how I'm going to treat what he blessed me with. I'm gonna, I realize that if I give, he'll give it back to me, pressed down, shaking together, running over. Men just going to walk up and, 
and blessed me. Amen. Why? Because I decided I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn it over to him. And, and this trial is going to teach me something. I'm, I'm going to be transformed. I'm going to become a more caring and giving person. And, and then sometimes when families start acting a nut, amen, and, and they, they act like, you know, they want to go all off on, on you and on me and on us, amen. Well, we got to realize that we're part of another family. We're part of the family of God, amen. And every now and then when I get a little broken down, I need to come in on Sunday morning and be rejoiced and revived to go on out because I realize that it's about what God has done, amen. And I'm rejoicing because I'm a part of the family of God. I'm now a joint heir with Christ, amen. So I don't worry so much about family problems, amen, like I used to because God has a way of working it out, amen. Hallelujah. And then you're going to look at your health. You've been diagnosed with some things. They, they ran the scope down you and saw this and that. And, and they, they're, they're saying that you might have this. You had this test done and that, that test done. You might have been diagnosed with something that took somebody else out. But because you learned to trust, pray, you can now sympathize with others who are going through some things. Amen. Amen. You, 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 you've been put in a position where you do x-rays. And you see a whole lot of stuff coming through there. But God blessed you so that you can know that you can trust and pray. And now you can sympathize with people milk because you know that the, whatever the health situation is, God can see you through it. Amen. You learn and you learn that your, your, that your trials don't last always. Amen. You, you, you can be emotionally going through some things. Amen. This, this life will throw you up. Uh, a left hook in a minute, and, and, and it'll mess up your mind if you don't watch it. But what I've learned to do, instead of losing my mind, I learned to lean on Jesus. Amen. So I've been transformed. Turn to your neighbor say, I've been transformed. My, my thinking has been transformed. I'm now a caring, giving person. I rejoice in the family of God. I've learned to trust, pray, and to sympathize. And not only that, but now I'm leaning on Jesus. And his arms are everlasting. Amen. Turn to your neighbor. And said, check your own papers. See, sometimes in school, when I really want to know how my kids are doing, I don't let them check their own papers. Because some of them are sneaky. Aren't they, Sister Belanda? They're sneaky. And they'll pick up the pencil, Sister Belanda, and they'll erase and change their answers. See, that, that does not do me any good. And it really doesn't do them any good. Because, see, they're, they're saying that they are... They, they know how to do uh, long division when they really don't. See, that does not do me any good because I can't help them and pull them up and say, all right, you need to do this, this, and this, and this. You see what I'm saying? Because they lie and, and they erase the answer. On, 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 on this paper, on this test that we just finished taking, you need to take your own paper. See, because your neighbor don't need to know what your grade is. Your, your neighbor don't need to know what your grade is because, see, this is your test. You, you, you need to know your own grades. And, and, and when you know your own grades, you're going to be fair with yourself. You're going to be able to keep it 100, as we say. Right. Amen. You know what you need to work on and what you don't need to work on. Amen. You know what you mastered and what you hadn't mastered, in other words. So you need to grade your own paper. Turn to your name and say, grade your own paper. Mm, I don't want to know what you made. Amen. I want you to know what you made. Amen. Then... I want you to become better and not bitter. All right, all 
we need to become better and not bitter. Uh, uh, because, see, some of the trials that we go through, the goal is not for you to become be- a bitter, but become better. You know how sometimes you go through some things and you just start hating everybody. You hate, you hate your family because you're in their family. And it's a crazy family. They ain't got good sense. I'm on somebody with some sense. Y'all know how it is. I, I, mm-hmm. Am I right? Y'all know. Uh-huh. And if you didn't say it, somebody in your family did, you need to tell them, look, don't be bitter, just become better. Right. This is just a trial. This is just a test. Yes, remember we said it don't last all way. Amen. So you want, you want to become better and not bitter. And remember, we were taught to stop. So don't focus on the trial, but the one who is the author and finisher of our faith. After you stop, you need to drop. So after you stop, you need to drop. Drop to your knees. Pray to him about your trial. After you stop and you drop, instead of roll, I want you to lean. Y'all saw where I was going with that. You with me. You with me with that one. (laughs) But instead of rolling, I want you just to lean. I want you to think about God's track record. It's excellent. There are no flaws in him. He understands and he cares. So after you stop, drop, and lean, you're going to be all right. Because you realize and you see the big picture in here that you are not leaning on what you want to do, but you're leaning on what God wants you to do. Amen. So don't forget what you were taught. Trials are like a workout. My son, KC, is in the ninth grade. And when KC started practicing football this past summer, KC might have been benching about, what, 100? 100? 100. He, he benching 100. And then he would come in every day, Mom, what, what you think? You know, <laughs> what you think? What you think, Mom? I'm like, oh, you know, and I'm being a mom. You know, boy, you looking, you getting buck, aren't you? You know, so, uh, but, 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 he kept benching. And he kept benching. And 100 pounds became 100 what? What you lifting now? 160 pounds. He, he, he's lifting, lifting 160. 60 pounds. <laughs> this, this was a trip, though, because, see, he told us that. And he's ninth grade now. Bob was sitting over there next to him, and he saw a great boy. I wasn't doing that in my 12th grade. But it was the workout. It was the working out. And now he is a little bit more ripped than he was when he started. Amen. He got, like, a little bit more of a curve, you know, that little divine, because he's been working out. Because what you realize is before you can see the outside process, progress, you got to endure the inside process. You got you to gotta endure the pain. Because he would come home someday, Brother Egg, and he would be sore. And he would be like, oh, ma, I'm so sore. Boy, I get that hot water. Go, go shower. Hit the, didn't I tell you that, babe? Because that's all I could do. It was the inside process. You understand? But, but now it's an outside progress that's taking place. So sometime in the gym and on the track and on the field and on the court and even in the weight room, folks can't see what's happening to you. But you stay where you are. Whether you're in the gym, on the track, on the court, or in the weight room, 
Because the strength you have now is the result of the process. So just know, trials, your process, are sent to make you stronger, progress. So my message to you today is to tell you, don't stop the process in order for you to gain the progress. There is a singer that I enjoy listening to, and her name is Medissa, Medissa. And, and she sings this song, and it has been an encouragement to me to tell me that I'm going to have some rainy days sometime. But I can't stop the process because in there I'm going to become stronger. And in this song she talks about how I'm going to get some strength out of what I'm going through. Out of all the hell I've been through. You mean I'm going to get some strength out of this? You bet your bottom dollar I am. Turn to your neighbors, I'm getting some strength. Hallelujah. Amen, amen. Amen. Just a little. 
It blessed me. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. If you would, go ahead and bow your heads and close your eyes. In order for him to help make you stronger, you need to know Jesus as your Savior. So if you have not accepted Jesus as your Savior, this would be a great day to do so. Realizing that your trials will only last for a short period of time. Because in the end, God will give you the glory. Then there may be some in the house who have accepted Jesus, but you need prayer today. You want us to pray for you. You can come forward, and we will pray. We'll stand in agreement with you that God's going to see you through whatever trial you're going through. Then there may be some in the house that are looking for a church home, and God has laid this on your heart, that this is the place that he wants you to be a part of. Name, amen. Are they in it today? Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.